This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Harut Markarian, and this is Mobility and Inclusion, the show where we share the powerful stories of people with disabilities and daring entrepreneurs making waves in our world. From technological innovations to best practices in business, we'll learn what it really means to live in an inclusive and universally designed environment. Welcome to a new episode of Mobility and Inclusion. I am Harut Markarian, and my guest today is the heart attack survivor, a multiple sclerosis warrior, the creator of Inner Peace Despite Chaos, Joan Bongart. Joan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So uh, you're an ordained mentor. That's kind of like, you know, I, I left that out from the introduction yes. because I wanted, to give, I wanted to give you an opportunity to explain that to us. Well, what I put in ordained kind of scares people. So I want to put mentor. What happened was, is I decided I volunteer for the Red Cross and um, I wanted to do the spiritual care. So to cut through the red tape, I went online and I got my ordained, but I am involved in my church. I am the Pastor Paris Relations Committee Chair and I, I work with the people who lose a family member in a fire or a flood when there is a fatality. So I put ordained mentor on there okay. on, on LinkedIn. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, it's great that you're involved in, uh, in, in your community's church. Uh, how's that experience for you? How's that been? Um, it's been, it's been really, really well. We have small groups that, that I, I am in and, um, with my MS, I've been able, I had been missing in action for a while. You know, there are a couple of days where I have good days and bad days. I'm not able to show up to a lot of the functions, but, but I just, I, I have my faith and it's second Corinthians five, seven. We live by faith, not by sight. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is hundred percent true. I cannot agree more. Um, let's talk about your MS. Uh, and uh, you know what? Based on your experience, what do how do you describe MS, and uh, what advice do you give people with MS to uh, live better with it? Well, you're not going to change it as far as a diagnosis, mm -hmm. um, so you need to accept it. Um, I was diagnosed about 11 years ago, and the only way I can describe it is if you have a charger for your phone. And it's a bad charger. So you see it's being charged and then not charged and charged and not charged. 
and you're not getting, that's what my body is attacking inside my body. And the myelin is what it's called to be, you know, more medical term. And so what shows it, it, it'll leave scars on my brain. I'll have an inflammation, then a scar in a brain, and then it'll happen to where sometimes I won't have feelings in my legs. So I'll have tingly feelings or something to that effect. And then um, I'll have trouble with my hand. I'll have twitches. You know, it's just different things. It's just like a short in a cord is, is the best way I, I can describe it. Um, humor has always been the best thing for me. You know, I've had incidences to where, you know, you have nothing but laugh, you know, or you're going to cry. So um, I'm at a moment now to where it has gotten a little worse. And and I've been having trouble, as you saw on the past Friday, or -hmm. whatever, that I was having a rough time of it. Um, It does, it kind of creeps up on you and, and you have MS. And, and that's no way around it. So I'm picking myself back up and, and I'm here with you. Awesome. That is great. You know, uh, the only thing we can do is picking ourselves back, ourselves back up. And uh, that's the most important thing, you know, because if we uh, dwell down there, wherever that down there is, you know, there's no, no, you know, no gratitude, no, uh, no place right. for- if you didn't have the bad days you can't appreciate the good i've always said it's not whether the glass is half empty or half full be thankful that you have a glass yep absolutely no be thankful that you have a glass and be thankful that uh, you can you can differentiate between the full and the empty you yes. know it's law of cause and effect because if you don't know what's bad you wouldn't know what's good and vice versa well if it's half empty just fill it up that's another way of looking at it. <laughs> so, so let's um, let's talk about your um, partnership, I guess. Or no, let's first talk about how do you create inner peace despite the chaos? And I'm thinking you also mentor at your church to various yes. people, you know, how to create that inner peace. And how do you approach that? What do you say to, to the people you're mentoring, to your mentees? Well, what mainly it's the outlook on life. It's faith. Faith is very, very important to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I believe in God. I, I, other people have their own beliefs and stuff, and, and I'm fine with that. And, and what I do mentor, I don't want to preach or anything, but what I do say is that um my arrow is doing something really crazy i don't know if you could see it on tape okay i'm just it's going all over the place if i accidentally leave the meeting i don't mean to it keeps going up to that corner it's like i have no control over it just don't don't focus on it i'm I'm not even seeing it i won't focus on it i won't (laughs) okay Uh, all right well what to, to say is I believe in God. I'm just not ready to go yet. And God doesn't bring bad things. He brings good out of the bad. There's evil in the world. Um, very simplistic. I have a childlike faith. I, I don't need to know how the clock works. I just want to know the time kind of mentality. And, yeah. and that's how we, we just take it a minute at a time, a day at a time. Mm-hmm. 
And that's very important. Uh, living in the moment is very important. And I love uh, your uh, philosophy of, uh, you know, being simplistic. I, I love your faith. Uh, I think that's that's very important because if uh, you got to believe in something, right? And you got to yes. believe in something that is more powerful than what we are and what we can do. And I think that's been proven over the years that that higher power exists, whether you want to admit it or not. That's exactly, exactly. It does. And, yeah. and I feel comfort in that. And I know, you know, I didn't have the aha moment till I was 40. I'm 57. So I am just brand spanking new to this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And uh, I had, as you can say, my come to Jesus moment at the age of 40. And I realized the choices that I was making and the responsibility that I needed to take for my choices. And it was nobody else's fault but my own, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I'm on my fifth marriage. And I've been married happily now for 16 years. And so I finally got something right. You know, I people went to college. I got married for a living and I was bound and determined to get it right. And yeah. so I am a firm believer that that things will work out the way they're supposed to work out and we need to be okay. I'm having a real estate issue right now that's very, very upsetting, but I know in my heart of hearts that there's somebody who, who needs this place and they're not ready to get it yet. So that's why these hangups are coming. So, and that's very true. I actually, I can relate to your uh, real, real estate experience because, um, you know, we were looking to, you know, we were looking for real estate and uh, we have been having a hard time finding somewhere. And uh, my wife is kind of an OCD when it comes to clean places to live, you know, and uh, I wasn't making too much of a fuss about it, but, uh, you know, because, you know, I'm a guy, I can live wherever, you know, it doesn't matter to me, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, for my wife, it has to be clean. It has to be this, that, and, you know, she lists a bunch of details and, you know, I, I agree with her in most cases and I want to live comfortably, you know, I don't want to, you know, right, right. Find a new house where I have to go and, you know, revamp it. Right. Um, so we were getting shut down uh, from various uh, places that we applied for. And then finally, you know, we found something that oh, good. was very, very good, much better than everything else that we applied for, you know? So to your point, um, God has a plan. Uh, we might not understand it sometimes and we might be impatient about it, but uh, the right thing for us, for each one of us comes at the right time. And I exactly. strongly believe in that. Exactly. I'm going to, when, when it's my time to go, I'm going to be in a wingtip chair across from God. <laughs> I'm going to have a bourbon. I'm going to say, all right, now, why'd you do it this way? <laughs> and then why, you know, we'll have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. You know, I think, uh, I think having a conversation is good. And he owes us an explanation for all the shit that we've, <laughs> we've put, we've gone through ourselves, you know? Yes. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's awesome. Um, Let's talk about the uh, the queens. The, the the you're the host of the show. Uh, I'm a co-host uh, uh, with Charity Burrow. We host together, and it's I'm going to invite you to both. Yes, we would love to come. We would love to come. As you can see over here, it's Coaching Queens 2020, where you have a vision of 2020 aha moments, mm -hmm. and I'm Queen Bee Baumgarth, and she's Queen Bee Burrow. 
and we talk about inner peace and we like to get people to where we want to interview and we would love to have you on the show and forget about what their accolades are, what their work is. We want to know them as a person and want to know what brings you inner peace. That's uh, that's awesome. Actually, uh, I've never thought about what brings me an inner peace. I, I never thought about inner peace before uh, in, in, a, in a conscious way. I always kind of like, I was always peaceful with myself. Even in my teenage years, I was kind of like, uh, you know, you battle with yourself sometimes, right? Uh, right. But those stages kind of like went by quickly for me. Uh, I was always a, a good, good boy, uh, quote unquote, right? <laughs> Whatever that means. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I don't know how sometimes I see, I see other things, other people going through different stuff in life. Right. And then I'm like, how was I when I was at that age or, right. you know, uh, did I ever had that experience? You know, why did I choose not to have it? So I start questioning myself and recently in, in my, in my, you know, mid, mid thirties, I started like, uh, okay. Um, evaluating a little bit my mm -hmm. decisions, not that they were right or wrong, but I'm like, why did it happen that way? Why did I make that decision? Because to your point, we are responsible to the results that we're getting. Exactly. Whether you want to, again, whether you want to admit that or not, a lot of people, you know, don't take responsibility. They say, oh, this happened to me because, I don't know, government didn't pay my relief fund or whatever it is, right? Exactly, so, exactly. Uh, unfortunately, that's not true. Uh, knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or subconsciously, we are putting ourselves in the situations that we find ourselves in, right? Mm hmm so, and uh, I have a better understanding of that right now. So I always ask myself, why? And why did I make that decision? You know, it turned out to be good or it turned out to be less good or bad. But at that point, I was convinced that this was a decision right. that I needed to make. So, right. you know, it's, I, can, I can definitely resonate with that. And I would love to be on your show. And I would, I'm going to have charity on here as well in the next good. couple of weeks or a month and uh we can you know oh, you can talk have to a, her good yeah we can have a three-way no i haven't talked to her yet oh, okay. i'm going to okay i'm going to and we're going to have a three-way discussion and we're going to talk Wonderful. about inner peace and so who are the queens the queen uh, burrow and queen Baumgarth. it's our last names and got that's it, got, got it got yes the coaching queens and we're queen we just saw the bees our last names both started with bees <laughs> that's awesome actually i love the the play on the on the queen bee uh, mm -hmm. and that that is there's pretty cool um now let's uh talk a little bit about your heart attack and uh, what came after that ah uh, the heart attack boy there's a lot i could say about that <laughs> hey, the um, mic is yours well when i was you know i have ms it was friday the 13th of november and 2020 and i had fallen and got a concussion the week before out smoking a cigarette and so on uh, wednesday i had a pain in my chest it was like a three on a scale from one to ten and i thought maybe i pulled the muscle and i told my husband i said oh, wouldn't that be funny if i was having a heart attack and he said you were so dramatic and i said i know i know and so i went to bed 
Well, that Friday, it was still persistent. And he said, you need to call the doctor. And I'm like, who do I call? I, you know, my, my sternum hurts, you know, MS, I, I don't know who to call. Well, I went back out and had a cigarette and it got worse. So I ended up, I called up the fire department. I live in a small town south of St. Louis. And I called up the fire department and I said, explain what the situation was. And they said, well, instead of you coming to the firehouse, we'll go ahead and we'll come to you. They took an EKG. I'm not a doctor, but I sent them away because they said it was fine. And I said, well, then it's no big deal. It's no big deal. So go away. Well, my husband came home from work and uh, he was going hunting that week. And uh, I just looked at him and I said, "I, I, I don't feel good. And I felt really, really faint. And I fainted with my eyes open. And I thank goodness I was on the couch and, and stuff like that. So when I went to the hospital, um, they checked my troponin levels and they kept rising and they said, you're having a heart attack. And that was, that was the beginning where they had to do an, an echocardiogram to where they take an ultrasound of your heart. Mm -hmm. And then they did a heart cath to where they go up through your groin and open up your, check your valves. And I had a 99% blocked valve. Oh my God. Right. Coronary artery. And, uh, they put in a stent. So I got a card that says I have a stent <laughs> put in. Right. I thought that was just like, really, I felt like a superhero, you know, <laughs> I have a card, but anyway, I feel, I, I can't tell if I feel wonderful because I haven't had a cigarette since then. That scared me. And, uh, I mean, you know, there's one, one good thing that came out of the heart attack. Hmm. One good thing that came out of the heart attack. Yes. Yes. Smoking. <laughs> My husband is elated. He's elated. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry you had to go through that, but I am also very pleased to have you here today and we're oh, it's great having this conversation. Here. And what, uh, what's really hard is that my mom died a year ago or in 2019 mm -hmm. of a heart attack. So when I found out it was a heart attack, like I said, I am not scared of dying, but I didn't want to go. And, and that's why you didn't go. And God knew that you didn't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor was like, didn't know how to, you know, I was a teary eyed. He's like, they're there. And, and, <laughs> you know, his bedside manner, he didn't know how to deal with a grown woman crying, but you know, we, uh, we got in. So I did some cardio rehab and, and did that for a little bit. And, um, I continue doing exercise here. I got a machine that they used, um, at the cardio rehab place. It's kind of like a step master, uh, as you sit down recumbent style. And, uh, so I'm, I'm doing that and, and so far so good. That is great to hear. I am pleased that you're good. Um, let's move on. Let's uh, now discuss, uh, you know, the, sh the, the show is called mobility and inclusion. Mm -hmm. um, I want to know your opinion on, uh, on inclusion. What do you think? What, what do you think about when you hear the word inclusion? What do I think about um, inclusion? Now, see, you're showing me or show I'm showing myself included. Is, is, is how I see I, everybody is included. Am, am, am I right? Well, there's I mean, I. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. There's definitely, uh, I mean, right now, I think, in my opinion, of course, 
inclusion has taken many definitions and many forms but uh, i like your your explanation in terms of you know let everyone be take part or be part of society and without excluding uh because of a certain trait or exactly. a, spe a specific um uh, ability or disability disability you know and that that's that's how i view inclusion in general you know um it doesn't matter what you look like for me, you know, uh, as long as you are willing to participate, you shouldn't yes. be uh, denied participation. Um, and I went I'm through that as you as you say that my my son is is autistic, my younger son. And uh, I was on many, many years ago, many years ago, I was on the school board and and getting him in school and being part of school and being part of the special school district, which was better for him. Inclusion was a very, you know, he needed to be included, but then again, I didn't want him to feel bad about himself by doing regular things that a special school would offer and help his self-esteem. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I can, uh, I have many, many guests that came on my, my show and talk about, you know, autism and how to deal with it and i think you know um in my opinion i think we're all aut aut autistic and mm -hmm. we just just like where are you on that spectrum you know exactly, <laughs> I think that's, that's, exactly. That's, what, that's what it is um we're so but yeah i mean everybody should be uh included and there are ways to include even those who have some special cases right so there's always a way to include these people if yes. they want to be included. Of course, there's not nothing by force. Um, right. But we shouldn't uh, purposefully or, or uh, willing, knowingly exclude people from our. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. And uh, thank you for uh, sharing your thoughts and opinions on that. You're welcome. Um, so uh, what can people expect from a discovery call with you? A discovery call with me is mainly, I don't like to call it discovery. I'd like to call it a meet and greet. Mm -hmm. um, there is just to introduce ourselves, to know where we are, what we can offer each other. Um, I, I didn't know that we would be a fit as far as me being on your show and you being on our show. Mm -hmm. And to me, when we had that, that first 30 minutes and, and that was great. Yep. And that was great. Yeah, absolutely. And we, uh, we, I agree. We related to each other in many, many ways. And I just, what I can offer is, is everything is going to work out the way it is supposed to work out. To me, it's going to be okay. Yep. It's going to be okay. Absolutely. And uh, what do you think about um, about the sentence that says, don't let this uh, world make you bitter. Don't let the actions of others, other people turn you uh, cold on the inside. What do you what do you That's, think about when you hear this? That makes me sad because you heard my philosophy about the glass half empty and half full. Mm -hmm. I was very bitter for my first 40 years on this earth. Well, my first 30, I guess, 10 years old, I wasn't bitter. But um, 
you know, I blamed a lot of stuff. This is why this is happening. And this is why that is happening. And, and this is where your faith comes in. This is where your faith comes in and where you're not bitter because you have to understand something bad happens to you or somebody does something that is bad to you. You have to understand where they're coming from. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they're not understanding what you're going through and they're doing the best they can to understand a lot of things we shouldn't take personally, you know, because it, it really isn't personal. It's what they're going through their own stuff. Yep. Absolutely. I think uh, you're hundred percent right. And I'm going to go a step further and say that uh, we should take nothing personally. Um, even if it's meant to hurt us, uh, you, you got to understand that it, the problem is not with you. The problem is with the person that is meaning to hurt you. Yes. You know? So once you, once, you, once you learn to let go, you'll be so much in inner peace than you would ever thought you would be. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I wanted to, uh, to end with this conversation. And I think, uh, I think it was a pleasure having this discussion. Oh, it was you. wonderful being here. I enjoyed myself immensely. Likewise, I, I did as well. Thank you so much for uh, making the time and being available for the show. Uh, I will uh, see you again soon with Charity. Yes. Cool. And uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, for listening in. Uh, you can reach out to Joan Baumgart uh, through LinkedIn or at gbomb422 at aol.com, right? Jbomb. Jbomb. See, you know, when you, when you know so many... My husband's uh, name is Gene. That's probably what crept in. But <laughs> it, it's up on right. the screen. It's up yeah, on the screen. It right is there. up on the screen. And that's what I was reading. Not that I memorized it. You know? <laughs> uh, I know I'm so still much. AOL too, so... <laughs> yeah, you, you got to change that. Come on. <laughs> I know, well, you can't. I, I just know it. It's easy. I just... I refuse to do it. I no, do as it. long as it's working for you, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know? uh, thanks again, Joan. Appreciate your time. Thank you, everyone. I'll see Thank you next you. time with a different guest. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.